got a, a large ridge of high pressure across the eastern half of the United States while the uh, low pressure uh, center, both uh, at the surface and aloft, will be focused to our west. Uh, so that's going to help uh, pump up the warm air from the south. Uh, looks like we've got a, a solid two weeks uh, coming of, uh, of much above normal temperatures. And of course, you know, we, we never want to say never when it comes to weather in Michigan. Of course, uh, we've had snow in April before, uh, but it certainly seems like uh, we're getting a break for a while here. Uh, what do you think will happen uh, uh, beyond those two weeks uh, where we get this nice spell? Yeah, looking ahead uh, towards the end of March then, uh, it does still look like we're going to be above normal, but not quite as much as this past uh, or the next two weeks. And then as we get into April, uh, still, still looking at above normal temperatures. Uh, March will be much above normal when it's all said and done. Uh, but uh, April looks to be above normal as well, probably not as above normal as March. And, and then even into May, it does look like that month's going to be above normal. It's a little more challenging to issue a forecast for the entire spring because, you know, it, it does tend to be a little volatile here and there. We could see snow one day and a tornado the next. Uh, what are some of the challenges uh, in long-term forecasting? Well, I think the biggest challenge is just trying to relate a 30-day average into day-to-day weather. And you're exactly right. Just because we're going to have much above normal temperatures for the rest of March doesn't mean we won't see a snowflake or two, maybe even an inch or two of snow accumulation as a big storm system moves through and we get on the cold side just for one day. It only takes one day of cold weather for us to have that chance of snow. So... That's probably the biggest challenge is to relay th- that 30-day outlook into a day-to-day operational forecast of what people will experience. Now, by contrast, I was just going over your winter forecast uh, for southeast Michigan for the winter that's uh, coming to an end here uh, in terms of what you expected for temperatures and snowfall, and I'm also uh, comparing that to the actual numbers. and. You basically nailed it. Uh, why was this winter warmer and less snowy than usual? Well, I think we have El Nino to thank for that, and the El Nino was near the strongest El Nino on record. Uh, it came uh, uh, really equal to 82, 83, and 97, 98 in, as far as its strength. And when we, you have El Ninos that strong, it really does uh, modify the weather pattern in a way that it's very predictable. And so that helped us out. Uh, it, it was the uh, sixth warmest winter on record. Uh, winter months are considered December, January, February. So meteorologically speaking, uh, March gets us into the springtime. So we can, we can kind of close the books on the temperatures for the, uh, for the winter season. And uh, this El Nino, um, uh, not too surprisingly, just like 82, 83, and 97, 98, uh, was was very warm, and uh, this year we were sandwiched in between there. Uh, we were the sixth warmest uh, this winter. Uh, the fifth warmest was the 1997-98 winter, and the eighth warmest on Detroit's record books is 1982 and 83. So uh, I guess it wasn't too surprising to find us uh, right next to those years in the record books.